Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Just in the Food Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host. That's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. If anyone wants to find me on Instagram or Facebook, they can find me at Justin Bizarro. Again, that's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. So thank you, everyone. Welcome to another episode. Today I have with us Eric Wisham of Wisham Jellies and Jams. How are you doing today? I'm good, Justin. Thanks for having oh, us. Just in jellies, today. right? Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, just jellies. But um, so tell me about yourself, Eric. Tell me about your Georgia-grown guy. That's you, right. you you decided to get into jellies, the pepper jellies, to be specific. Um, so give me a little bit of your background and why you became an entrepreneur. Well, I've uh, never really knew what I wanted to do. You know, I worked uh, various jobs here and there. And I always had a knack for gardening. My granddad taught me that at a young age. And I grew my own garden, I guess I was in my mid-twenties, and started growing a lot of peppers. I like hot peppers, so I had 10, 11 different varieties. And at one point I had probably 75 to 100 plants. And I was pickling them, giving them away, and uh, figured, you know, why not? try to make something a salsa or some hot sauce or something hot with them and uh, I would always go to the grocery store and buy like a generic brand of jalapeno jelly because I like to cook with it I'd smoke a ham and put it put it as a glaze or do pork chops so the first one I made was fire which is our hot one and it started from there and I started incorporating fruits with it and started with all these flavors I have yeah, so help me, let's go, um, let's back up a second. So let me first, how can people find you online and um, and where can they find your products? That's right, yeah, we have a website. It's www.wishamjellies.com. Uh, you can find us on all social media outlets, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, our website has all our locations to where, where we're at. Uh, a lot of our locations are here in the south. We have... We have uh, various uh, grocery stores that carry it, a lot of meat markets. We have restaurants using our products. A lot of uh, gourmet food gift shops. Yeah, that carry it. that's pretty cool. So so what type of, give me an idea of what kind of jellies you have, where the ideas came from, sort of. I know you've had a lot in the Flavor of Georgia, and we've talked about Flavor of Georgia a lot on this podcast, but you're a Flavor of Georgia alumni um quite a bit of awards there as well and so would it i mean tell us about the flavors i mean is it just that you had the idea or is it just you know well well you know i said it started with the hot one and and i like to cook you know that was the whole deal of making the jelly so the first one i made after the fire was pineapple so i'm thinking pineapple pairs well with pork and chicken so i experimented with that and then i made a peach you know, just each, each one, each idea that I came up with was that I wanted to include some sort of fruit with that and try to figure what it would pair best with. Um, pretty, the most interesting one, I would say, would be the mango. Uh, the mango, my first my first thought was fish and shrimp, chicken, and, and that's exactly what we use it for. And yes, the flavor of Georgia, um, been pretty fortunate with that. So we actually just won uh, last year with our apple fig. Yeah. And so uh, one of the cool things I think that you've done is you haven't limited yourself to a certain creative or I'm only going to do it a certain amount to go to market. You've sort of allowed yourself 
to limitlessly explore the different flavors has there been a flavor that you're sort of still working on that that you haven't had success on or that you're trying to get there that you're just struggling with yeah i've, I've got um like i said i've got 11 flavors and that's quite a bit to, yeah to, to deal with but uh i i'm looking at a couple other flavors I'd, i would like to do um there's one i'm not well, i would say struggling with it's just it's the process of this one i'm working on yeah um, i'm looking to do a watermelon pepper jelly absolutely and the, the deal with that is is getting it to, to gel like it should there's so much water yeah you know in that it's diluted and uh there's a way around that and we'll figure it out yeah i wonder if it's some sort of puree or something of the watermelon or yeah, i don't even know but um <clears throat> so you you get this idea the gardening you've created the jellies i mean where do you go from there now you've created a brand i mean your logo is distinctly you so tell us first i mean how you came up with the logo the name the the design on the bottle why you chose the bottle you chose because i think it's such an important part of of the stepping process and and getting your product into commercialization the way that you have um so let's talk about some of that it is so like i said i um cooking and grilling and my 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 parents both said you're gonna sell pepper jellies and i was like yeah i think that's what i'm gonna do and you know when it first started we used just melon labels and typed it up on the computer and stuck them on the jar yeah. and sold them at the farmer's market but i wanted to push our product to be used for grilling and cooking not just cheese and crackers and that sort of thing so uh, anyway I, I told my dad i said look i, I got to come up with this logo so i got my grill stood stood beside the grill got some tongs threw a thumbs up and he snapped a few pics and uh there's a guy in tifton hometown scott beasley he, he did all my graphic designs real good guys real good at what he does and uh he was just really getting started with that um and we worked on it for months and he would send me he would send me logos i'm like man that's too cartoonish we got to get we got to get it more you know more more realistic and uh finally we nailed it down and got it and that's the whole deal with me on the front is when you see the grill that i want people to see the grill and know that well hey maybe this is used for cooking and grilling yeah, absolutely. it's got a flame on it <clears throat> and also i color coordinated each flavor to to the labels so we have mango and the label's yellow peach and the and the uh label is peach color and then you know strawberries red and so forth so it gives you you know it's eye-catching when you see it and i think it's good because it's the same logo it the the name's different obviously because the fruit's different uh per se but you've also color coded it to the eyeball to train people on what the different flavors are even the shelf on the fridge or whatever i think it's important differentiator for my i love the pineapple myself it's my favorite one um but i've tried all them as being a judge in the flavor of georgia over the years and and just grabbing them and trying them um but i mean okay so let's talk about you've you've developed it you got the logo together you you got your guy you've gone to market now i mean how do you how did you go to i mean you talked about the farmers markets but i mean that's just a stepping stone right, right so yeah. uh, where do you go from there well I mean, what you do is um well the farmers market farmers market is definitely definitely a way to start i wasn't like i said this was all just a 
yeah. experiment with just playing around, giving it to friends, and uh, getting on Facebook and saying, hey, I'm making jello. Who wants a jar? And yeah. it started that way. And then, of course, I find out the farmer's markets, you don't have to be fully certified kitchen to set up at a farmer's market you can actually make a product go in and, yeah. and sell it so i did that and the next step to that is is you need to be of course you got to go through all your licensing and, yeah. and you know all the food products and your uh upc codes and nutrition chart yeah. you know it's a whole nother whole nother ball game but if you want to have your product and in places you know for the public that's that's what that's the route you got to take with that just like any other product is it something you then as you did that and you did the production you did it all yourself then i did the, i was I, I did i we made everything there at the house and and uh, would sell it at the farmers markets and then once and I, and I went and spoke with uga there in tifton to get some recommendations on what to do i i I tried so many ways to make it work to where I could do a facility and do that. It's it's just a lot to uh, to put in for one product. You would have to make it for others for it to all work out like it's supposed to. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we were introduced to a packing facility that handles our products, which I think is great because now I can market yeah. and sell and, and be in front of it. And so, I mean, so you're going out on the road, then you're you're being the face of your business and building the relationships, I assume. So, I mean, it's literally now you, you've sort of stepped a stone, got the farmer's market, you've established it. Then you've, you've stepped and you say, okay, I'm going to do this, but I need to spend my time growing the band, not necessarily making the brand. I've perfected it. I know it works. I need someone else to do it so I can grow it. So. I mean, how did you go about that? How are you still going about that? I mean, what's, I mean, ultimately the goal is, you know, a bigger store, bigger online presence always. But I mean, what what are the ways that you're going about it now, and where have you found success? I found, I found most success is getting the product in front of people, and and instead of, it's just like, <clears throat> excuse me, it's just like I would say if you were looking for a job you're not going to call and say hey are y'all hiring it doesn't that doesn't work you know yeah. you want to get in front of someone and show them what you have so that that's that's what i see works it worked today yeah we, we were in athens and uh stopped by a few stores and got into locations and working our way back down to tifton now and trying to see what else we can pick up and i think your reputation's obviously growing and your product i know more and more people know who you are and what your product is and um, we've certainly been impressed with it uh, over the years. And I mean, we see it in Farmview Market every time we, we drive to the airport from here. We just left there. <clears throat> there you go. Yep. Just, just made a delivery right before we came here. So. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it's got to be pretty cool to see a product of your own sort of start to grow or people take interest in it and, and starting to move off the shelves and, and the way that it has. I mean, obviously it's not easy. I assume there's been hard knocks oh, along the way oh definitely i mean not every not every location is going to sell i mean yeah. you, you've got people that's never even heard of pepper jelly and they're yeah. not you know you got people that, that that just don't step out of their usual normal routine to try anything new um that's what i push that's that's, that's how i push that, that's why i push it to say it's not just used for cheese and crackers i mean if you want to 
take a spoonful out and saute peppers and onions or anything like that and cook with it. And also a key to selling and sampling. Yeah. I, I, I like to go to different locations and sample and set up and, and, and get my product in front of people. But unfortunately, you know, we've had COVID and a lot of that's been cut off. But now that things are starting to open back up, I'm going to get in and try to do a lot more sampling and, and really get, get it out there in front of people. So let's go back to the original thing. Does a pepper jelly, can it be a bell pepper or does it have to be a spicy pepper? Or is your preference just spicy peppers? Yeah, well, the original pepper jelly that you see is usually bell peppers. And I, I like I like something with a kick. So, that's, yeah. so I, I wanted to include the jalapenos and, and, and other chili peppers to our product line. And they're all spicy so i do have customers that say oh we just want a sweet pepper jelly i'm like well that's not what we have all ours has just a little kick in it but it's not so hot you can't eat it yeah and i think it's um i think it's if you put it on a burger or whatever even on a sandwich you could you put it on top of a grilled cheese after you've grilled it i've we've done some of that the yes. kids do that so I think what it's just so versatile. It's not only a breakfast item, the jelly, That's and if right. we you see it as okay, this can be my marinade. I'm brushing it on my my steak as I'm cooking it, or a roast, or whatever in the oven. You can do different things, right. or on the grill. Um, so, I mean, what are your favorite ways to cook with it? So, and what are your favorite ones you've created? I mean, it's like picking a child, right? But yeah. that's your favorite, yeah. but. I would go fire is my favorite one. The first one. Yeah, it's just straight pepper. Uh, You could use it in so many different ways. Uh, We have a local restaurant in town, uh, the pub, and and we've created a shot with our fire pepper jelly. That's pretty cool. So it's muddled down and mixed with a strawberry puree and lemonade and vodka. It's it's called fire on the berry. So we created the shot with it. and. Uh, we've tried it with ice cream, but my, 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 my favorite, my go-to would be the blueberry. I use the blueberry a good bit on when I glaze ribs, um, and I do pulled pork, uh, the mango. I love to use mango with salmon and chicken wings. Uh, I would say those two are on my go-to in the fire as well. I, I like to mix it with, not when I say doing a hamburger, I mix it in with the meat and then patty the burgers out. And cook them instead of just glazing them on top so do you have your own i mean where do you do all your cooking then if you're testing all this stuff at home at, at home at home in the kitchen and i've got a i've got i've got an arsenal of grills in the back i've i don't know how many grills i've got 15 or 20 i just bought a new one and um i go back there and just experiment and, and cook and just try different things and i just enjoy doing it so let's talk about the grills then because that's pretty cool what you're doing you're obviously trying different things and different variations so give me some examples of why so many grills when you're trying to perfect a skill such as yours well the grill that comes in play through my dad growing up he always smoked whole hogs yeah and uh he didn't cook that's not his profession he's in he's a pa an orthopedics surgeon in tifton and he we had a big pull behind smoker. He'd always cook whole hogs for families and weddings and events. Wouldn't charge anybody. Just do it. And uh, I got the knack of cooking from him and my grandmother as well in the kitchen. So I I just picked up grilling at an early age. And and it's like you know some people have a deal with buying 
new TVs or new cars or whatever, new golf clothes, whatever it is you like. And yeah, my absolutely. deal is a new grill. I'm like, I got to have this. I want to experiment with this and see how this works. And yeah. that's how I got in, in the grilling. That's why I have so many grills I have now. I think it's pretty cool. So, I mean, what does it look like coming up with an idea? I mean, and when you're talking about experimenting, I mean, give us an idea of the things that you that someone like you who's so dedicated to not only grilling, but you also have dedicated yourself to this also, the, the jellies that go along with it. So, I mean, talk about, I mean, there's obviously a lot there. It's, it's your childhood. It's what, it, what it means a lot to oh, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does a lot of that. A lot of that growing up around all that does. So it's almost like my happy place when I get. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Place people get home and do their thing. <clears throat> I go straight to the kitchen. I just, I just start cooking. Yeah. I'll throw stuff together. I'll go to the grocery store every day, and <laughs> walk the aisles and look at different things and say, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy this chicken and. I'm gonna saute it a certain way, but I'm gonna try it with this jelly, and, and I just, just what I enjoy doing. It's awesome. So, I mean, where, I mean, so you've got this passion for grilling. So there's, it's not only just Wisham jellies. It's, it's other things. So let's talk about your other passions. I mean, I think as an entrepreneur, you're always sort of multiple interests just by nature. Um, just. The, yeah, the sense of wanting always to do more. The, yeah, the grilling. Um, actually, I want to do a barbecue cook trailer. There you go. And sell the jellies off the trailer and also offer the food that I cook. Uh, I'm actually in the process of working on that now in our hometown. And it, it's, it's a process. I mean, like anything else, yeah. you know, but we're. We're figuring it out, and uh, hopefully it'll happen by the end of this year. Is what I'm looking. Is what I'm shooting for. That's my goal. Yeah, I I love it because there's. I think one is you can bring it to anywhere, and you can shop it around or do the weddings or whatever. You're also building your brand, but it's also it gives you the ability to sell your own product. And That's right. in today's world, where you're so subject to everyone else, or you're you can either use your own work ethic and and hard work like you do and dedication and and just sort of keep building it as you go and i think what you're doing it's the right way to do it people will see it in the stores oh my gosh that's the same thing i see in the store so it's reinforcing something in a different way that's right and Um, and i think that's like and that's that's a good way to put that and i think that's gonna really help help people understand how i really use it at that yeah. point when they when they order something and it's like you know this sandwich has got the jelly on it. these ribs are glazed with the jelly and then like you know not only can you purchase that through me but we also have our jellies right here grab grab a couple jars take them home experiment yourself yeah you know? and i think that's true with with anything why not just try it what do you have to lose you live once and i think the same thing with the pepper jelly until I tried yours I honestly it's a south thing so I hadn't had it I'm you know Maryland New York most of my life Pennsylvania and then Colorado so I hadn't spent enough time down here until doing flavor Georgia and trying it at the flavor Georgia to really understand the difference and and the uniqueness that the pepper adds to it particularly yours and the spice 
And so I think it's worth just trying for anyone. Go online, order some, try it in, in various ways with your favorite protein. Um, so I think that's important. So, you know, what is it that you would hope that if someone else were starting off that, and or I'll give it, a, I'll ask the question differently. If you could go back and tell yourself something seven years ago or eight years ago when you started this to help expedite your process, what would you have told yourself? Well, well, sure. I, I, I never, honestly, I'm not, I'm not even like bragging or talking about it, but every flavor that I made, it just, it just went and I mean I never had any any trouble with with anything but as far as going back I would uh, it's a tough question I mean I, I hadn't really that's good I don't really know what to say about what I would change I mean if that's you know I think I'd change anything there you go and so um I think it's pretty impressive the journey you've you've had and you've built something the way that you have and and followed a passion. Um, not many people have, have done it and continued on and fought the fight in the flavor of Georgia and continued to go on with flavors the way you have and I think it's uh, pretty cool. So, is there anything you want to say to anyone or anything you want to tell the audience or? Yeah, if you have an idea, go after. Yeah, that's so. that's uh, the best way I can put it. You can't sleep on it. Yeah, it's not gonna happen itself. Yeah, you know you just gotta make that decision and try. What else you got to lose? Exactly. And you know, and recently with the jellies, I've come out with an all-purpose rub, a sweet heat rub that's really taken off. Yeah, and then that's that's doing really well. And so, I mean, I know we were starting to close, but I, I actually have a, a few questions based on that. So are you getting into more of the seasonings then as you've done the barbecue or uh, sauces, for example? Is that something that you're wanting to do? I mean, expand our, our brand. I, I, I don't think I want to to veer too far away from what I do. Yeah. Because then it's just it's too much yeah, going absolutely. on. I want to stick to what works. Yeah. And the jellies work, so... Um, I have, I have thought a little bit. I do have a barbecue sauce that I make mm -hmm. that that's really good. Um, maybe one day I'll, I'll add that to the line. But right now I'm gonna stick with the jellies and the rub. The rub came about is my my dad has a rub that he makes himself and uses, and I took that and tweaked it a little bit with with some other spices that I that I included with that, and uh, it's done fairly well. So for now I'm just gonna stick with that well and you're fairly laid back at, at least on the podcast and um and since i've met you but i mean you and you've seemed to just realize it's a journey not a destination in talking to you i mean covid comes and goes or, or bumps in the road as you said you know there's no looking back i mean when something a situation like that comes up i mean really i think it's important because different people and different entrepreneurs have success handling things different ways and sometimes yeah. they feel alone when they handle things a certain way so i mean how is it that you've obviously you're coming out the other side we're starting to open back up but how did you manage that as an entrepreneur it was stressful but 
nothing, you know, at the end of the day, if it's out of my hands, you know, you just got to figure it out. Yeah. And um, that's what I did. And now it's opening back up and I've got to rebuild it and keep it going. Yeah. Can't lose traction. Yeah, can't lose traction. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Eric, very much for being on the podcast. And thank you, everyone, for listening in. Again, will you just tell everyone where they can find you online and and on Instagram and Facebook? Yeah, so our website is www.wishamjellies.com. And Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as Wisham Jellies. (laughs) And also search our hashtag, Get Your Glaze On. Yeah, there you go. Get your glaze on. And so the other part I want to just make sure is you're a man of very few words, but I think you're very impactful in your words, and, and I, you're very precise, and I think you've done very well by, by precisely just that and being who you are. And I just appreciate you coming on the podcast and taking the time and, and coming up here to Milledgeville to, to do this with me. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, I needed it. Sometimes the entrepreneurs help me. I, your calmness, your, your, your life, I, I enjoyed it today. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening in. <laughs>